and welcome to Wednesday's newscast from HometownHeadlines.com. John Drucker-Miller at Hometown Headlines reporting. Thanking you for joining us this morning. A couple of quick notes before we begin, all involving weather and traffic. We have more fog concerns this morning across northwest Georgia. Not a dense fog advisory, but just a note of caution from the Weather Service. Please give yourself a few extra minutes today commuting to work or school or both. The fog should burn off by mid-morning. Also, light rain is now beginning to fall across northwest Georgia. That just after 7 a.m. this morning. Should be picking up later on in the day. In fact, that's our lead story, lousy segue of the day. Uh, Where Mechanical Weather Center forecasts, we're about to make this one an alert for you. Between 2 and 2.5 inches of rain expected today and Thursday. Yes, Halloween. Keep an eye on this weather and the cold front behind it. First things first, today, according to the National Weather Service, we could see a few rounds of severe weather, maybe even a brief tornado across northwest Georgia. No watches, no warnings other than just a heads up on the weather itself. We'll have continuing weather coverage all day today. In fact, throughout the storm threat on hometownheadlines.com. Halloween headlines is related. We'll have update on community celebrations and any weather-related issues. There already are some delays and cancellations with plans set for Thursday. We'll expect more later on today, continuing coverage there as well. Donnie, news today. Little Caesars should be open today, back and better than ever. We steal that, by the way, from Greeny on ESPN. The store in East Rome takes the place of the one that used to be over there near the old Kmart area. Now open or should be open today. They tried to get it open late yesterday. Don't think they did. Uh, Anyway, the store now open from 10.30 a.m. till 10 p.m., 11 p.m., on Friday and Saturday, just a little bit shorter hours on Sunday. Anyway, new leader Little Caesars opened up complete with a drive-in, much like the one over in West Rome. Also, one other note today on dining, Dos Bros, the new Mexican grill, coming up over there really close to uh, its competitor, Moe's. That should be opening very soon. They got a 100 pre-opening score on their health department inspection on Tuesday. Starting Friday, the off-ramp at US-41 at Tennessee Street, that's the main route most of us take to I-75, will be closing as part of that reconstruction project there. There are some alternatives there. Our advice is this, give yourself more time. It's going to be a headache until that is all done sometime in April 2020. Toys for Tots, always underway, but now even more so. Uh, Get ready for the 2019 campaign. Donation boxes already are on the way out. We have those details for you today. Also, a uh, we'll call it a news obituary. This comes from the uh, Salmon Funeral Home, remembering Mr. Joseph Seaborn Smokey Joe Somerville. He is regarded as a dirt stock car racing pioneer and a builder who repaired thousands of carburetors. That from the obituary. One of the more unique obituaries we've seen in Northwest Georgia. Please give it a, a read today and uh, keep Smokey Joe's family in your prayers today. Other daily features, elections, of course, advanced voting continues now through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., the county administration building, a.k.a. the Yellow Brick Courthouse, and the health department, 115 more votes tallied on Tuesday. So far, 841 advanced votes have been cast since Monday, October 14th. That's a walloping 4.3% of the 19,179 registered voters for the city election. We're hoping things pick up today through Friday and, of course, next Tuesday, Election Day. Precincts open 7A, 7P. 
Obituaries today, we also say farewell to Mrs. Linda Adams, Mrs. Clara Granny Kelly, and Mrs. Mary Ruth Sharp. We have public health restaurant inspection scores. Again, Das Bros got a 100 on its pre-opening inspection. And from Greater Community Bank, the Crime Watch report with updates from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties. Truett's Chick-fil-A Sports Report. Some great news today. The Coosa Volleyball team had a great showing last night in the uh, finals for the state championship. They now indeed go to their fourth consecutive round of the state finals. That'll be on Saturday afternoon. Of course, they are the last win. They are the winners of the past two titles there. So they're going for a third this coming Saturday. Also, Barry Volleyball note. They're now number nine in the nation. Uh, we have John McClellan's high school picks for a very busy Friday night coming up here. Don't forget, Barry Vikings are off this Saturday. They'll play next on November 9th at center. Shorter Hawks, they play Saturday versus Delta State, 1 p.m. at Barron Stadium. Georgia Tech host, no, will play at Pitt, pardon me, play Pitt on Saturday. And, yes, the big one, the Georgia Bulldogs, Saturday versus Florida, Jacksonville, 3.30 p.m. CBS should be a great game. The Atlanta Falcons are off this Sunday. Their next game is November 10th at New Orleans. And, of course, baseball news very quickly. Last night, the Nationals won. So now the home team has lost all six first of seven games in the World Series. The finale is tonight. No matter how you look at it, Astros-Nationals, the last ball game of 2019, plays tonight. That's 8 o'clock on Fox. Now, how about our rant of the day? And here we go with this one. We're going to call this... The endorsement battle begins. So here we are under a week from Election Day with three days of advanced voting left. The debates or candidate forums, whatever you want to call them, they're over. There are far fewer campaign yard signs out, although we did see a new round come up yesterday with one of the candidates. Most of the fall events are over except for the beer festival, so not much interaction there. Candidate profiles have all been posted now by news websites and others in the community. So what's a candidate to do? In this age of social media, you turn to supporters, both real and maybe some of those worried about a continuing fracture in the old guard politics here in Greater Rome. And exactly where do you turn to? How about personal endorsements on social media? Over the past 48 hours, we've watched the PEs, as we'll call them, personal endorsements, begin to grow. Some are brief, such as, quote, he or she is our guy or our candidate, end quote. Others are novels in progress. Most have stayed within the bounds of sanity, but a few have slipped across party lines. How easily we forget that city commission races are supposed to be nonpartisan. You know, no R or D next to the candidate's name. That's, uh, this is supposed to be putting Rome first. That is supposed to be the only R on the ballot. Sadly, two years ago, we saw one campaign in particular for city elections go R-rated, if you will, with blatant candidate embracements of the party flag. But then you'd expect such contact from that candidate. For sure, no candidate should be shunning support from the Democrats, Republicans, or Independents. Hopefully, the he's and she's attached candidate forums, attended candidate forums for both parties in recent weeks. In fact, we were surprised to see some of the faces at some of those forums, to tell you the truth. In a town this size, you really can't hide your party affiliation, even in a nonpartisan race. Is there anyone who doesn't know that Wendy Davis, who is not among the candidates up for re-election this time, by the way, we know she's a card-carrying Democrat and a member of the Democratic National Committee. And yet, has that hurt her in the last two campaigns? Not one bit. 
In fact, she won both campaigns quite handily. Davis, to her credit, preaches that she's a small D first, as in democracy. But sure, she'll likely vote Democrat in some of the elections around the city, state, and county, and feds, of course. Wouldn't love to see her ballot this time out, as five of her colleagues stand for new terms. In fact, would love to see all the commissioners' ballots if that were possible. We think you'd be surprised by who gets support and who doesn't. Suffice it to say, there is no love lost among some of the city sitting city commissioners, whether they're on the ballot or not this time. Again, that's fine. The last thing Rome needs is a bunch of orchestrated bobbleheads voting yes or no. We need disagreement and we need differing attitudes if we're to elect people who truly represent the people. From those disagreements, make an agreement, find a consensus, move forward. We've seen a fair number of splits among the city commission on key issues in the past 18 to 24 months. Most noticeably was the one in the mayor's race back in January that saw one moment that reminds us of the Ides of March. The vote changed as the commissioner climbed the steps from the Sam King room to the city commission chambers. Et tu, Brutus? And by the way, bonus points if you know where that line comes from and when you are excluded. Thank you very much. So again, here we are, the final days of the city commission race that will shape Rome for the next four years. We know for sure two incumbents will win new terms and that one new face will join the commission. That's basic math no matter how turnout goes. The wild card is what else happens. Word on the street is we're in for a surprise or two. The question is in which wards or both. We have, we'll have the answer on Tuesday night as the final results are counted from the six city precincts. For now, we ask you to vote, no matter how you want to vote, if you haven't done so already. There are two spots open for advanced voting now through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Precincts are open next Tuesday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., and then the count begins. Until then, keep watching as those cards and letters and Facebook posts keep coming in. It certainly does bring new meaning to the term trick or treat. This is John Druckermiller with Hometown Headlines thanking you for joining us today. A programming note, this is our last newscast for this week. We're back with you on Monday morning. We'll have continuing news coverage on our websites and social media all now through the weekend. So please join us there, www.hometownheadlines.com. Please stay safe in this next round of Wayne. We'll have nonstop weather coverage for you as well. For now, even though it's hump day, it's time to get funky, as in funky drug from our good friend, Harry Musselwhite. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.